What we're seeing is that obviously there are really high levels of severe acute malnutrition among children. We estimate that the number of children who are severely malnourished is close to 1.4 million. But what we're also seeing is severe shortages of water, of hygiene, of adequate sanitation, and we're concerned that this actually is exacerbating the situation of malnourished children. We estimate that there is 27 million people in northeast Nigeria, in Somalia, in South Sudan, and in Yemen who do not have regular access to safe water, who do not have regular access to adequate sanitation facilities, who do not have regular access to hygiene items like soap. Considering the circumstances and the water shortages, the risk that the malnourished children would die is really high. Basically, our message is that unsafe water is as deadly to severely malnourished children as lack of food. Give us an idea of what unsafe water does in drought situations. If you're malnourished and if you have diarrhea on top of it from drinking water that is not safe, and if you're a child, then your ability to keep food down is severely diminished. So unsafe water, in a way, can be a cause of malnutrition, but it can also be an exacerbating factor. It makes it worse. So the body becomes extremely weak. The child cannot keep any food down. And as a result, no matter how much nutritious food you try to give to a child who's malnourished, if they're not drinking water that is safe, then that's not going to help. The risk of death is equally, if not more, high. So it is really important that when we provide assistance, and this is what UNICEF is doing in all these four countries, when we provide assistance, we are providing the nutritious food, but we're also trying to make sure that there is enough safe water to drink. So Northeast Nigeria, Somalia, South Sudan, and Yemen all have conflict or high levels of insecurity. So how do you go about solving these problems under those conditions? What we try to do, we work with partners and we work also directly on the ground. We're pretty much implementing direct work on the ground in all of these countries. And what we try to do is provide the access to safe water, for example, by helping with water trucking, by providing water treatment tablets, setting up better sanitation facilities, but also all the work we do with communities to raise awareness about hygiene practices. What we see, for example, in a number of these countries, because of their lack of access to safe and adequate sanitation, open defecation is pretty common. And so the limited water sources and rivers that are available become contaminated. And that's how diseases like cholera and watery diarrhea spread out. And we've noticed in three of these countries, in Somalia, in, in Yemen, and South Sudan, we've noticed increasing cases of cholera, for example. It's, I think in Somalia, it's up to five times higher than it was at this time last year. So it's important that we also provide treatment for diarrhea and for acute watery diarrhea for the children who are affected. Now, although you have been working in these countries, since these conflicts began, has your access been limited? Unfortunately, because of the conflict situation that is characteristic of all that these four countries, access is a serious and important issue. We know that we can make a difference in the areas that we are able to reach, and we've seen that in northeast Nigeria, for example. But there are places that are beyond the reach of humanitarian workers. You've seen reports over the weekend about some aid workers who were killed in South Sudan, and it's exactly situations like this which hinder our ability to reach the populations most in need. The worst rates of severe malnutrition are in the areas that are extremely difficult for humanitarians, not to say impossible for humanitarians to get access to.